Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good ass food, listening to good ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics, fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your host, Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. Hi and welcome to another episode of Gastro Traveling. I'm slowly losing all of my friends. Uh, Randy is gone. Randy's he's he's gone. But for today's his, his, his birthday, so he's celebrating with his family. He couldn't be here. Uh, uh, Rob is of course gone too. He's unfortunately has passed. Um, but. I am here, and Chef Andel is in the building right now. He's gonna he's he cooked for us, and it's amazing. Uh, today we are doing not yet, not yet, not yet. Stay over there, stay over there, not yet. I am very lonely, but um, today we are talking about the Olympians. Uh, by the Olympians, it's a crazy album. Uh, it, it's 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 totally instrumental. Um, off the Daptone records, it's it's absolutely insane of an album but let's get let's let's talk about that a little later uh but today on gastro traveling like we always do we match it with some food so to do that uh we brought in the pride of puerto rico the king of the homeland pr's fucking son he's here today angel welcome welcome to the show angel i want to let you know something from Listen. from 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 the bottom of my heart, I don't think I've ever met anybody as talented as you in their own medium. Does that make sense? Like your medium is food, yeah, and you're an artist. I thank you. You're the most talented person I've ever met. I'm trying to break out of certain mediums. I, I have to keep some in the bag sometimes. You know well, what? Are, what other? But kind right of, now we're pushing food only. Right now, what other kind of mediums are you talking about? Like, um, like painting, like uh, the fitness, and like you know. Sure, and that's because sure. I like to sculpt other people's bodies and stuff like that. But we're, we're that's on the bag. That's that's in the back burner. We're not. That, I, I understand we're what you're saying. Full but send, that, we're full but sending. Food. Absolutely, the the plate that you just placed on this table right currently right now mm-hmm. is art. It is it is the passion. I was just watching the, sh- the the movie Chef. I know you haven't seen it yet. I still have to watch it. But but there's a scene in it where he makes a grilled cheese. But it's like you can see how much love and passion. He puts into the grill, just making a grilled cheese for his Talking kid. about grilled cheese is, is very sensitive around me. I'm very, very passionate. Like, but I'm saying, I'm saying you put the same passion into the food as the stupid movie. Yeah, cooks, like if you ever talk about grilled cheeses to cooks, it's like, like it's war. Like yeah. you, like, oh, how do you grill it? If you say butter, you might get shot. What do you use? Mayonnaise. Of course. You have to grill a grilled of cheese course. with that's mayonnaise. What that's what I've always heard. Sourdough. Sourdough is just the way to go. The best way, period, with any sandwich. Tomato optional. Sure. Also, how many different kinds of cheeses? Uh, depending on who our crowd is. If it's <laughs> a, yeah, if depending on who our crowd is. Okay. If okay. it's the boys, cheese it up five. But it's just you, vulnerable. Yeah. Bro, you don't want more than two cheeses. Really? Yeah. Just chill, yeah. my little. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's just let's talk about what you put in front of me now. It, 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 it's it's an ex- crazy. An experimental dish. It's it's it it looks like. It looks a little crazy. What? Tell me. Tell me what's happening. So it is. <clears throat> I would classify it under um, 
New York Soul Food, but it's Bodega Fusion. New York Soul Bodega <laughs> Fusion. Yeah, yeah. That's the moniker I'm giving this. Okay. This is the where I got the inspiration from. Um, what is it? So from I'm gonna start. You know the what we're just playing is the protein. So from that, uh, so that's a Bodega Season broiled chicken. We try to grill it. It didn't work out. Okay. Robbie got dud charcoal, but it's fine. We still love them. Okay. R.I.P. Light and incense. Um, we have beautiful microgreens just to give it color. Sure. I'll be honest. The plate did not come out as as I imagined it in my sure. head. Sure. That's why it was it an ha- experimental dish. It happened. I was pushing a lot. Like, this was, like, very, like, I still was modifying it, like, during the day in my head. So, sometimes it doesn't transfer over all the way. The flavor is there. Do not fret, my friend. But presentation-wise, it doesn't look how I want it to look. It's there. Beautiful. Um, what else we got there? We so, got the oh, broiled the, chicken on top. The bodega, the bodega. So it's a bodega seasoning. So what does that mean? Does that mean just they take the dirt outside of the bodega? No, 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 no. So in this case, the bodega was my kitchen pantry. So you just put whatever you found in, in your kitchen. But would you would also find it in a New York bodega. Sure. Because the Olympians, New York. Yeah. So we have uh, sazon, no adobo. No, backwards. No, no sazon. All but adobo, it, because all of adobo, waffle, and I'll, and sure. I'll explain it later. So, and then there might be ranch powder in there. <laughs> okay. So there's right. garlic, you know, garlic, onion, you know, the usual uh, members of the party. Mm-hmm. Then that's on top of. Continue. See, but if that was in Daltona, that would have been a Honda Civic. With <laughs> 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 a cat bag, baby, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Angel, what, what, what else I'm, we got? I'm so sorry. What's, under, what's underneath? So we have a saffron and anote infused waffle. So it's a savory umami waffle. Okay. You've probably never had a waffle like that. Then never that's on life. top of a very nice, classy, adulty kind of mac and cheese. I forgot the name of this pasta. There's so many pastas up here that I have to remember. Sure. But it's like these two... Small tubular pastas, small tubular pastas, and they just kind of like intermingle and they these long little strains like that. Okay, I forgot the name of it. Um, but um, so it's got bacon, onions, the whole night. Oh, and I use cotija cheese instead of just like cheddar or anything like that. I try to keep it white. Say that again. Cotija cheese. Cotija cheese. Coti- queso cotija. It's like crumbly. It's like cousins. To the Parmesan. It's like the Mexican Parmesan. Ah, okay. So oh. there's, there's a lot of like fusion. That's why I'm getting a lot of fusion from this dish. It looks amazing. Thank you. Bro. As always. Thank you. Let's. Uh, oh, wait. Wait a minute. How dare I forget? What? I put like two layers of this beautiful brown butter, maple, Guinness <laughs> sauce on top of the chicken. How dare I forget How that? How dare you forget it? So that's it's got a small little glaze. I was going to... I couldn't thicken the, the syrup as much as I wanted to. Honestly, the waffles don't need syrup. I'm straight up honest. Some of the chicken drippings just went into there. So you're getting a little treat. But yeah. So you're going to get a little bit like a, a little, little um, bitter notes from the chicken skin. Now, why did you choose this experimental meal for this album? So when I was listening to the album, mm-hmm. um, I, I literally closed my eyes. So that's what... After I was done finishing with the album, I'm like, I got to thank this, man. I sent you a text with the wrong phone number. Um, <laughs> I listened to the wrong Olympians. I forgot the other band. It it's was all over the place. Dude, it was just like, the other Olympian album was yeah. definitely like Metal Corey. I'm like, You're I like, don't know how expect, this is. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Nelson. I loved it. Listen to the whole thing. But I'm like, okay. But it wasn't it. So when I finally listened to How the did you find out it was the wrong one? How did you figure it out? At the end, I'm like, oh, I look back at the text. It's the Olympians by the Olympians. 
And I'm like, this uh, isn't the right band. Different band. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I was kind of jamming out at work and I was just like listening to sure. it. Da, 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 da. And then I say, that's my new thing. I added ete and da 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 da. <laughs> what do you mean? Da 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 da. So added, instead you of added inserting, it to what? To, to my lingo. Da 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 da. Yeah, instead of saying, like, instead of saying actual words, I'll just insert da 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 da. And people have to assume they knew what the words are being in there. Okay. Okay. Just side note. Um, Thank you for your update of vernacular. Stop. Whoa. Touching me a little bit. You're being mean to me. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was listening to the album And I, I, At some point I, I think I was cutting chicken I'm not even gonna lie to you I closed my eyes Yeah And it was I heard a lot of string instruments mm-hmm. And I'm like And I'm feeling So I'm starting to see color At this moment in time I think I'm a savant I started like <laughs> it, it, I'm like Do I have a talent To just listen to music And just start Like making dishes Because this is what just happened I'm like string uh, what's like a stringy starch? I'm like, oh, do, 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 yuca. So the original idea was a yuca waffle. Uh, but we had to X that because it would have taken too long, like too short notice. Like it yeah. literally takes a couple of days of prep. I would have to like boil the yuca. I have to source the yuca. So no. <laughs> so we just did like an OG. Like it's a very, like this takes ideas from, I'm, I'm ranting a lot. There's a lot of information yes. for this food. So this waffle takes ideas from Belgian waffles, actually. Okay. And some of the processes. But I took some of the sugar out that make would have making a, a Belgian waffle. You can start digging it. Um, I want to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a real bite, but I don't know how to do it because I have the equipment right in front of me, so I don't want to be too crazy. Let me back it up a little bit. There we go. That works. Okay. All right. Keep talking. Um. So just picturing all the colors, and like, the like food the textures and i'm like and, and it's becoming that now like i just listen to the album once and then i'll listen to it again so i've been listening anytime there's an album now lately i don't even look up band information i just strictly go off i don't want like external like information sometimes it depends like if it's very complicated album like if there's like it would have been a metalcore album i would have to done research on them or so but with this one no 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 i just felt it I got the like French cuisine, like I got the little. But you knew they were like in, New. They were New York based and all. Yeah, that yeah, stuff. I knew that freehand. So that definitely helped. Me. Like that took me to the setting, and then we went off of there. It's a squishy. That's my mac and cheese. Hey, if the mac and cheese don't make that squeaky squeaky sound, it's not real good mac. That's and what cheese. good pussy sounds like. <laughs> I'm so sorry what you're eating. I- <laughs> Disgusting. But this is delicious. This is amazing. I taste the bacon for sure. And the mac and cheese, it tastes delicious. I love the cheese that you use. Try to get the chicken, the waffle, and the mac and cheese. Yeah, let's do, let's, let's, I've not even tried it together, but I feel like this. it'll be great. Let me get some chicken here. This is like a, like, you gotta make like a little. I gotta start deboning this chicken. Also, I I need to apologize for previous episodes because I've not been taking the proper steps to season some of the chicken. I've noticed that like, I'll season the day of podcast shooting and the marinator seasonings won't permeate all the way through. And it's just very chickeny within a, not in a bad way. How dare you? So this one was definitely pre-seasoned the day before. So it had more than apple at time. 24 hours plus. Bro, how would you even think to make a, a waffle for this? Cause like, I thought like, it's so it's, that's amazing. I thought soul food, like so, so chicken and waffles but let's make this it. This is like a grown-up chicken waffle. This is what it is. Yeah, they want to fry it's, it. It's There's like, no need. It's like, it's like, it's like 
chicken and waffles got a degree. Did you taste that waffle? Yeah, oh my god, it's so good. First, with, and with it's the, experimental. The, Imagine if I keep playing and tweaking. With the mac and cheese? Dude. Incredible. Thank you, Bubba. I like this idea a lot. Oh I like this album a lot. Definitely. Like, it was definitely... I might You might have triggered a switch. We're just going for all threes from now on. We're hitting threes. That's Bro, all. Bro, straight up at We're the all-star threes. game threes, dude. This is incredible. Thank this, you, Bubble. I can't. I can't. The fucking... My favorite part is just the waffle in the in the mac... The, chi- the chicken's amazing. Yeah, the chicken's... But, but the waffle hitting with the mac and cheese like that? The waffle and the mac and cheese should steal it, the show. It hits. They should steal it, the it, show. It, 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 it I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It hits. You don't know how to feel about it. I don't know. Look at like you see the orange, the beautiful orange. That's why I didn't put any sazon on the chicken because I didn't want it to take away from the color of the waffles. So that's the annatto seeds. So I like um, the buttermilk. So they're actually buttermilk waffles. So I uh, let the buttermilk sit with annatto. Annatto seeds are these like if you ever see Spanish food, we mostly color our shit with annatto. And or saffron. Listen to me right Just now. Just putting that out there. Listeners, listen to me. Travelers, as I might call you. Put waffles in your food. I don't know how to I don't know how to explain this, but the, the waffle is such a perfect match with the mac and cheese. No syrup it, required. It, no syrup, no nothing. Start experimenting with waffles. That's what I that's that's what I've learned today. Don't take my duca waffle idea. I will come find you. I know. People in high and low places, they might have you swim with the fishes. Right, don't we, take, we're going to come it. out with the, the cookbook here soon. Uh, oh yeah, and then you can you can say you have to cite where you made got it from. What the waffle? I didn't get it from nowhere. No, no, no. I'm saying the people, everybody. Okay, they better. That's my idea. You know, there's ideas I don't want to put into like ether because I'm terrified the it'll get <laughs> gentrified and they'll take it from me. Gentrified? <laughs> yeah. Bro, That's a funny word to use when it comes to that. I still don't even know what it means. Gingerfied? Yeah. It's like when white people take over a neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the Jacuvians will take it from me. That's why I'm so upset about Brooklyn. Dude, they're whitewashing fucking... You know what? Another idea I was... Brooklyn gonna, used to be owned by the Italians and the Puerto Ricans. You know that? White you know people. this? We used to own it. Absolutely. Bullshit. Now we moved to Jersey. The fuck is that shit? Bro. That's like they're trying to like they're trying to make chopped cheese like a luxury item now. Yeah, it's so now they're some restaurants are charging up to like twenty plus for a chopped cheese, where you could get it at Poppy's for like two. We're taking bucks. Brooklyn back. Absolutely, We're taking it back. Sled, can I bring my sledgehammer? You could bring whatever you want. I heard it's Cuomo's out, so it's all chill. We outside. We outside. I'm sorry. Is there? A, do they have a governor yet? Or are they I just have no they idea. Sh- are they just without a paddle right now. They should. I mean, New York shouldn't have a nothing going on. Um, anyways, Angel, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Bubble. So I, I love you so much. You're 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 an artist. You're talented. Thank you. And you you knocked you hit a three today, as always. You hit three. You, you bucket threes, <laughs> homie. Um, I will see you later, my friend. I'm gonna finish this meal, and we're gonna Thank finish you, talking about uh, the Olympians and and Toby Paz Pazanier. Toby what? Pazanier. The Pazanier. guy. That, okay. Pa, pa, what? Pa, Pazanier. Yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce it. That's what I'm like. I think it's past near. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out coming here soon. But thank you, Angel, for so much for You're coming on. You're very welcome. I love you so much. Uh, goodbye. Do I walk out? You can just leave. Okay. Just get out. <clears throat> All right, I'm back. Uh, the food was just 
delectable. I don't I don't know how else to describe it, but it's 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 amazing. Angel Angel knows how to cook, man. He just he just fucking knows how to whip it whip it in the fucking kitchen, man. That man mm-hmm. I'll suck the brown off his never mind. Cut that out. So <clears throat> this album, The Olympians, is a twenty sixteen album. Uh basically what I like to describe it as it's kind of like the Avengers of Daptone Records, right? So Daptone Records is 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 a record label based in an indie record label based in Brooklyn, New York. Um, it has artists such as like Charles Bradley, Lee Fields. Like it's 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 soulful music. It's all like you know, R. It's almost R and B. It's very old school, right? So, um, that's kind of how I found it. I was doing research cause I'm a big Charles Bradley fan. As we know, um, I was doing some research about him and I was looking at all the other bands on the, on, on that record label, which is, they're amazing. Beautiful. Check them all out. They're all amazing. Uh, especially Lee Fields and Charles Bradley and the mystery lights. I don't know if they're exactly dap tones, but they're dap tones adjacent. Amazing, beautiful, check them out. But the Olympians, right? Um, before we get into who they are, um, let's talk about the album cover a little bit. Uh, the album cover was done by Max Lofer. Uh, it's a severed hand uh, holding... It's a severed hand from a statue holding a column that kind of looks like a candle. Um, there's various greenery that's mostly red behind it in the background it looks like it's got like a 1940s like propaganda like uh i don't know like the propaganda poster vibes from the war excuse me the chicken's coming back to me um i i found some uh, i found the about in the about section i'm reading this is exactly taken right from the website of daptones i wanted to read it because it kind of explains uh, better than I ever could, how the Olympians came to be. In 2000, 2008, while the Olympic athlete while Olympic athletes competed halfway around the world in Beijing, Toby Pazner uh, of Lee Fields and the Expressions and L. Michaels Affair, which we know we know who L. Michaels Affair is because of their affiliation with the Almighty Wu Tang Clan, right? They've done. Uh, background the background band for uh, various members of the Wu-Tang Clan, and they also came out with a cover album called 37th Chamber, I believe, where they cover a bunch of Wu-Tang songs, and it's 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 incredible. It's so good. I love it. Please check it out. It's we'll, we'll, We might do that album, but I don't know because it's a, it's a cover album, but it's good. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that later, but check it out, 37th Chamber. Um. So Toby Pazner and a group of some of New York City's most sought out after musicians were locked in Pazner's ba- bedroom in Brooklyn with a Tascam 3D8 tape machine recording what would be the first 45 by a group he would fatefully call the Olympians. Both this and a follow-up 45 would be released on the now defunct Truth and Soul Records. However, it wasn't until a night Years later, 
while on tour with a band in the Greek Isle Islands that Pasnier's true vision com- would come to him. After playing the famous Acropolis in Athens and swimming in the Aegean, Aegean? Aegean Sea, Pasnier dreamed he would be he was visited by a toga-clad, curly-haired figure who told him to travel back across the Great Sea to his home and build a temple of sound. In this temple, he was to retell the great tales of ancient Greece through the immortal language of music. When he was when he awoke, he tried to dismiss this strange dream, but each night the vision would return to him, and each night he would proclaim his duty more forcefully until he could no longer deny the calling. Pasnier returned to New York city with a singular focus on the completing an album. He now saw as his destiny. He immediately commenced building his temple of sound from the floor up, acquiring the best microphones, tape machines and recording equipment. He could get his hands on as a member of the Daptones family. This is written like it's a fucking promo for like, the back of a book or some shit, but I promise you this is the best information I found about the creation of this band, this super group. I I would like to call it. It was not hard for him to call in favors from some of the greatest musicians to help him bring his vision to life for years. They played along aside, aside him relentlessly toiled towards his end. blah, blah, blah crafting, Lush arrangements of string harps. Crafting lush arrangement of strings, harps, vibes, guitar, and a plethora of keyboards, all laced by blazing horns. Finally, in the spring of 2016 AD, the Olympians was wholly manifested. Pasnier shared the fruits of his long venture with longtime friends and co-owner of Daptone Records, Gabriel Roth and Neil Sugarman. It's not a real name. Neil Sugarman is not a real fucking name. I'll tell you that right now. Who jumped at the opportunity to, to release it. Uh, from the cascading harps this, on the Sirens of Jupiter to the, to the driving horn coda of Sagittarius by Moonlight, the Olympians deliver a now new sound of all its own, an ancient dream of a faraway Greece painted out in lush cinematic arrangements over the tough sounds that have become synonymous with the daptone stable of musicians. Uh, featuring the talents of Aaron Johnson of the Antibalas, Dave Guy from the Tonight Show Band and the Dap Kings, Leon Miguel, The Arks, Lee Fields, L. Michael's Affair, uh, Nicholas Mouchone from The Arks, Lee Fields, L. Michael's Affair, Homer Steinways, The Dap Kings, The Arks, Michael Leon Hart, uh, who is the musical director of Steely Dan, I tell you, uh, Neil Sugarman, The Dapkins, The Sugarman 3, Evan Pasnier, which is, I assume, his brother, uh, who played in the Lee Field band, and the maniacal wizardry of Toby Pasnier, the Avengers of Daptone. Um, 
that is what was written on the website. That's all kind of what I written down a little bit. Um, but we're going to get into it. We're going to dive into it. But before, before we dive into it, I got a little beef because I always got beef with the, with the, with the track listing and what these songs are actually about. See in this, this album, the Olympians, right? There are several songs. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven songs, right? Eleven songs. Only one of them, I think. Let me look. Okay, a few of them. A few of them are Greek. But most of them are Roman gods, like you know, sirens of Jupiter and Mars, and there's a Mars and Venus. It's a Roman god. So you know what I, I got to say? Italy's still on top. It, Italy is it, is goaded. It, it comes to food. It comes to soccer. It comes to it comes to gods. We got better gods. I'm sorry. So even when even when he was in Greece and was told by some fucking vision of Mercury, whoever came to him, fucking Apollo came to his ass or whatever. He couldn't even get any of the good fucking Greek gods. He had to come to Rome. He had to fucking live like the Romans do. He had Toby Pasnier pick some Roman gods and I'm cool with it. I'm just, I just, I just, I don't know. I feel weird calling it the Olympians when it's Roman gods. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Twitch. I just got a notification. Uh, so, the first song. So, the first song is called Sirens of Jupiter. And um, I thought a cool way to, to, to talk about this music is, you know, since it's inter- instrumental, so I can't really dive into uh, any lyrics or anything. So, I thought it would be cool to mention uh, sort of a little bit about what they're about. Like, what what which Greek god it is, and we'll do kind of a backdrop. Whatever, we're gonna cut this bullshit anyway. So Jupiter, this song, this song is called Sirens of Jupiter. So basically, Jupiter is the Roman equivalent of Zeus, and we all know how fucking Zeus was slinging dick like a, like nobody else's fucking business. So we can only assume that Zeus or Jupiter was doing the same. So Sirens of Jupiter is basically just saying the hoes of Jupiter, the the fucking the bitches he had around. Okay. Uh, so Jupiter, um, I mean, Jupiter, uh, he has a lot of, he has a lot of, a lot of myths about him. He's just, but he, he's basically the Roman Romans regarded Jupiter as the equivalent of the Greek Zeus. And in Latin literature and Roman art, the myths of iconogra- iconography, of Zeus are adapted under the name Lupiter. In the Greek-influenced tradition, Jupiter was the brother of Neptune and Dispater, the Roman equivalents of Poseidon and Hades, respectively. Each presided over one of the three realms of the universe, the sky, the waters, and the underworld. The Italic Dispater was also a sky god who manifested himself in daylight, usually identified with Jupiter. Yada yada yada. So you know we what we know about Jupiter. 
he's the fucking same dude as Zeus, pretty much. He's the god of all gods in the Roman um, Roman religion. But this song has a really cool bass line. I, I really want to make, now that I'm listening to it again, I really want to make a... Um, like a damn i want to make like an undercover like 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 70s like almost like a black exploitation film almost like a jackie brown or something but with greek gods as the characters i don't know it's something in the works please don't steal my idea if you steal it i'll kick your ass to this album as the soundtrack because i think that'd be a fucking amazing you can have like jupiter as a pimp and he's got the, like the sirens of Jupiter or whatever. Anyways, uh, great song, great bass line. The horns are unbelievable. I can't get over how crazy the horns are. They're they're absolutely insane. This it took this man Toby years, years and years and years to, to to get all this together to compile it to make the perfect arrangements. It's 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 unlike anything I've ever heard in my life. Um, so that is Sirens of Jupiter. <laughs> And then we get kind of like a slower vibe with Venus, uh, which would be more in tune because of the kind of God uh, she is. You know, each each one of these... Each one of these songs really kind of tells their unique s- stories to them. So it's kind of a slower song. Venus was, um, was a goddess. She was an ancient Roman goddess uh, associated with cultivated fields and gardens and later identified by the Romans with the Greek goddess of love, Aphrodite. So, so Venus is the Roman equivalent of Aphrodite's. Uh, and let me tell you something being the goddess of love she must have been looking fucking good I'm telling you and if she was Roman mamma mia mamma mia um so we know that she was the goddess of Love, beauty, desire, sex, fertility, prosperity, and victory. She was the ancestor of the Roman people through her son, Aeneas, who survived the fall of Troy and fled to Italy. Julius Caesar claimed her as his ancestor. Venus was central to many religious festivals and was revered in Roman religions under the under numerous cult titles. Um, she was a bad bitch. Venus has been described as the, perhaps the most original creation of the Roman pantheon and an ill-defined and ass, ass, assimilated native goddess combined with a strange and exotic Aphrodite. Her cults may represent the religiously legitimate charm and seduction of the divine by mortals. In contrast to the form, formal contractual relations between most members of, of Rome's official pantheon and the state, and the unofficial illicit manipulation of divine forces through magic. She was a bad bitch. 
in myth, Venus and Aphrodite was Venus slash Aphrodite was born already in adult form from the sea foam, which I always heard that myth and she's like the daughter of Neptune or whatever. Does that mean this is, is the sea foam him, him his cum? That's what I like. I heard this myth in high school or whatever. Is the sea foam foam has come? Hold up. It's not by the, it's not by, hold up, hold the phone. It's not by Neptune. It's produced by the severed genitals of Uranus. Roman theology presents Venus as a yielding watery female principle essential to the generation and balance of life. Her male counterparts in the Roman Pantheon, Mars, are active and fiery. Venus absorbs the tempers, the absorbs and tempers the male's essence, uniting the opposite of male and female in mutual affection. She's essentially assimilation, assimitative and benign and embraces several otherwise quite, this is a lot of big fucking words for Nelly, okay? Because Nelly doesn't know how to fucking read. Uh, so basically, what she is, she's a bad bitch who fucks her man Mars, who we'll get to. We'll talk about Mars, the god of war. Uh, and this song is kind of slow. There's like these airy parts where it goes boom, 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 boom. It's it 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 it, it, it almost it, it it almost sounds like love. You know what I'm saying? Like it sounds like affection, and I think it goes perfectly with naming the song Venus because she's the god of love and the god of sex and the god of beauty. So it goes perfectly. Thank you so much, Toby Pazner. Then we go to uh, Then we go to the first Greek god Finally that's mentioned Apollo Apollo's mood Let's learn about a little bit about Apollo Apollo is one of the Olympian Deities in classical Greek And Roman religion uh, Yada 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 What is he the god of again? Music, poetry, art, prophecy, truth, archery, plague, healing, sun, and light. Apollo was a good dude. He was pretty much a pimp. Um, Apollo is one of the only uh, major gods that appear in Greek and Roman mythology under the same name. It's not like Zeus and J- Jupiter. He's Apollo everywhere. One man does the all the job. Uh, the origin of the name Apollo is still not properly understood. Many Greeks, Greeks seem to have supposed that it stands for destroyer, but this was only one of the suggestions. Uh, Purifier, assembler, stony. Shout out Post Malone. Uh, modern scholars disagree with most of them, with the majority linking Apollo's name to the Greek word apella, which means a sheepfold. 
and which may suggest that Apollo was originally merely a protector of the flock and herds. Shout out Jesus Christ. However, in time he evolved to become a multi-faced god adored all over Greece as the perfectly developed classical male nude. Um, Apollo was in charge of the, of so many things that naturally even uh, his more famous epithets and numerous are numerous as a sun God. He was called Phoebus or bright as a prophet. The Greeks called him Loxius or the one who speaks crookedly. That could be a fucking book about me. The one who speaks crookedly. I'm fucking screenshotting that shit. That's, that's going to go on my fucking grave. As the god of music, nice. He also he's all he was also known as the leader of the muses, a pimp. Finally, the places of Paul's birth worship. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, he's the son of Zeus, and he he's a straight up pimp. And then we get to the song Apollo's Mood, where kind of opens up with this like drum roll. <laughs> this the I'm reading an article that says, according to the Olympians, Apollo's mood is kind of funky, kind of chill. Uh, but it, it is kind of a chill vibe of a song. There's like a uh, like it's like a it's a cool vibe, and it feels like everybody's coming together to have like a chill time, and like there's like an organ in the background, and like horns, and like a really cool bass line again, like it's fucking fire, man. And then we go on to this next song, Mars, where it's like a kind of a Mars. It's kind of like a like a like a like it, it almost sounds like it reminds me of like a sh- the shaft theme or something like it's dark and it's brooding and it's mars we all know fucking mars mars is the god of war he is the male equivalent the yang to the yin that is venus all right mars his equivalent in um in greek culture that's hades oh hey not hades uh aries his his uh is Greek equivalent. That's the word I was thinking of. The Greek equivalent is Aries, I believe. Um, which is also the god of war, who is the... I don't know. He's laying fucking pipe, dog, like they all fucking do. R- listen to me. The myth, myth, mytholog- mythological gods were all fucking, and that's just that's just what it is. So Mars is considered to be the son of Jupiter and Juno um, because he's the equivalent of Aries, who's the son of Zeus and Hera. Uh, He was a very violent kind of guy. Uh, Venus and Zeus, the union of Venus and Zeus held greater appeal for poets and philosophers, and the couple were a frequent subject of art. In the Greek myth, the adultery of Aries and Aphrodite had been exposed to ridicule when her husband... Hephaestus, whose Roman equivalent was Vulcan, caught them in the act by means of a magical snare. Although not originally part of the Roman tradition in 
217 BC, Venus and Mars were presented as a complimentary pair uh, in a public banquet at which images of 12 major gods of the Roman state were presented on couches as if presenting and participating. Scenes of Venus and Mars in Roman art are often ignore, ignore the adulterous implications of their union and take pleasure in the good-looking couple attended by Cupid or multiple loves. Some scenes may imply marriage, and the relationship was romanticized in funerary or domestic art in which husbands and wives had themselves portrayed as passionate divine couples. The uniting of deities representing love and war lent itself to allegory, especially since the lovers were the parents of Concordia, uh, which was the goddess who embodies agreement in marriage and society. That's kind of a boring god to be. If you got to be any fucking god, you're the god of agreements. You're a fucking lawyer. Come on. Who the fuck wants to do that? They're a Greek god. They're fucking on Mount Olympus. Uh, the Renaissance philosopher Marcello Fenico, an, an Italian, naturally, notes that the only Venus that only Venus dominates Mars, and he never dominates her. In ancient Roman and Renaissance art, Mars is often shown disarmed and relaxed, or even sleeping. But the extramarital nature of their affair can also suggest that this peach peace is impairment. That's interesting. That's interesting to think about that Mar- that Venus is kind of the only person who can who can disarm Mars. It's kind of sweet to think about cuz cuz you can be you can put on this face for the world, right? But your woman can see right through it, right? She can she can she can disarm you and 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 help you get in touch with your emotions and peace. That's what, that's what, that's what a union is supposed to be for each person to do that to together to for each other. So I think, I mean, there are adulterous implications to some of the, but when you, when you take it as just a couple of a man, a traditional man and a traditional woman, I think that's, I think that's when relationships work when you disarm each other and you make, each other feel comfortable around each other but fuck all that shit let's talk about the music so we got like harps thrown in there and we got like this really cool like guitar like randomly thrown in the middle of it it's not randomly it's methodically thought of by this fucking wizard toby Pazner. it's awesome it's crazy it's good um but uh that, that check it out it's that song it's amazing uh the next song is naturally called neptune which um is that a is that a Greek or Roman god? That's a Roman god. It's a Roman god, and Poseidon is the Greek equivalent. But um, I want everybody to check something out really quick. I saw this TikTok. It's probably a YouTube video of who is the real god of the ocean in SpongeBob. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but it there's a there's a really good video about who is the rightful heir to the throne. Is it Poseidon or is it Neptune? in bikini bottom um please check that out it's amazing give you a hint it's all three of them wink uh so neptune is um so 
Neptune, originally the god of fresh water, was identified with the Greek Poseidon in the year 399 BC. And after that, he became the deity of the, all the seas. His female counterpart, Salikia, was originally, perhaps originally a goddess of leaping spring water, subsequently equivalent with the Greek Amphorites. Whatever. I don't care about Poseidon. Fuck Poseidon. So he's the brother of Hades and Zeus or no Jupiter and the other guy. Uh, Neptune's interesting because he's a, he's a badass and he rules the sea. That's basically, we all know who fucking Neptune is. Let's talk about the goddamn music. He's got a fucking trident. God damn it. He talks to dolphins. We got it. We understand. He, he There's a planet called Neptune. We fucking got it, man. I can see myself in a, in a, in a, in a on a ship, just kind of on a wooden ship, sailing ship, just, 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 just going through the ocean to this song. It's quite amazing. And then we get to like a, like a wah, wah, wah on the next song of Saturn. Saturn was also a Roman God, not an Olympian, but I'm sure they're all hanging out with each other on Mount Olympus. Um, Saturn, he's a, cause I feel like everybody knows more about Greek gods than they do Roman gods. So, uh, Saturn, uh, his, the Romans equated him with the Greek agriculture deity Cronus. He's the God of sowing or seed. So he's a, he's a farmer. Saturn good crops you pray to him to get good crops um the romans equated him yeah the remains the remains of the saturn's temple at rome eight columns of the porch the pronosis it's the porch still dominate the west end of the forum at the foot of some clavius capitolonus the temple goes back to the earliest records of the Republic, 6th century BC. It was restored by Lucius Manutius Planutius in 42 BC, and after a fire in the 4th century AD, it served as the treasury of the Roman state. Saturn's cult partner was the obscure goddess Lua, whose name is connected with Lues, plague or destruction. A fucking bad bitch, a big titty goth GF. Um, but he's also associated with Ops, another obscure goddess, perhaps the goddess of abundance. Abundance. So she was thick. Oh, in Roman myth, Saturn. In the Roman myth, Saturn was identified with the Greek. Cron- we fucking know this, Google. 
Exiled from Olympus by Zeus, he ruled Latium in a happy and innocent golden age where he taught his people agriculture and other peaceful arts. In myth, he was the father of Pisces. Picus. I don't know. He was a fucking farmer. That's it. So this next song is called Diana by my side. And when you first hear the title, you're like, who's this bitch Diana? Like, is it like dirty Diana from Michael Jackson? Is that who you're thinking of? Is it Toby pack Pazner's girlfriend? No, actually not. Diana in Roman religion, uh, was the goddess of wild animals and the hunt. She was her Greek equivalent was Artemis. 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 Uh, her name is akin to the Latin words dium, dium, which means sky, and dias, daylight. Like her Greek counterpart, she was also a goddess of domestic animals. So this, this was like a horse bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like she was one of them fucking. She didn't, she didn't bathe very often, it sounds like. She was a woodland goddess. Unlike the Greek gods, Roman gods were originally considered to be Numia. Divine power, which is, what the fuck does that mean? Divine. Divine powers of presence and will, and will that did not necessarily have physical form. At the time Rome was founded, Diana and the other major Roman gods probably did not have much mythology per se or depictions in human form. The idea of gods as having anthropomorphic qualities and human-like personalities and actions developed later under the influence of Greek religion. That's interesting that they were just kind of like omnipresent and divine and they weren't really humans yet. It wasn't until the fucking Greeks fucked that shit up. Uh, once Greek influences caused Diana to be considered identical to the Greek goddess Artemis, Diana acquired Artemis's physical description, attributes, and variations of her myths as well. Like Artemis, Diana is usually depicted in art wearing a woman's chiton, shortened in the clopus style to f- f- facilitate mobility during hunting with a hunting bow and quiver and often accompanied by hunting dogs. A first century BC Roman coin depicted her with a unique short hairstyle and in triple form with one form holding a bow and another holding a poppy, which is the plant. So she was the bitch of the hunt, right? And when I got Diana by my side, I ain't got nothing to worry about. The bitch got the bow. We're ready to go. Then we got this next song. Pluto's Lament, which Pluto, rest in peace, the planet, it ain't a planet no more, uh, was a Roman god. His equivalent is Dispatir, which whose name is often to mean rich father and is perhaps a direct translation of Plut- Pluton, 
Pluto was also identified with the obscure Roman Arcus, like Hades, the name of both a god, a god of the underworld and a underworld as a place. Uh, Pluto and Hades differ in character, but they are not distinct figures and share two dominant myths. In Greek mythology, the god received the rule of the underworld in a three-way division of sovereignty over the world, with his brother Zeus ruling the sky and his other brother Poseidon sovereign over the sea. His central narrative in myth is of him abducting Persephone to be his wife and the queen of his realm. Uh, basically this is one of my favorite myths because I don't know. I like it. Uh, Hades, Pluto, kind of the same guy. I think that's what he's lamenting is maybe before it happens or after or during, but he basically kidnaps Persephone who was a bad bitch, the baddest bitch in the land. She's sexy as fuck. I think she's the daughter of Zeus or something. He makes a deal with Zeus said, Hey, let me get that. Let me marry this hoe. She can be the queen of the underland. She don't want to go. So he Hades kidnaps her. She hangs out there. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, shout out to uh, Heishino, my homie, my old roommate. He made a song called Persephone. Uh, it's really fucking good. Please check it out. Um, But Pluto's lament, maybe he's like depressed about. Mercury's the fucking man, son. Mer- Mercury is not in retrograde right now. I hope you know that, but we're talking about the planet, not the planet. We're talking about the God, the Roman God of Mercury. He's his equivalent is Hermes, which I, um, one of my na- many names is the son of Hermes. Cause it's a line from a John Wayne song. <laughs> Stupid. Cut that out. Uh, he was a messenger. He's basically the mailman for all the other gods. Uh, he's the god of financial gain, commerce, eloquence, messages, communication, travelers, boundaries, <gasps> travelers, Hermes, Mercury, the same man, our god, luck, trickery, and thieves. He also serves as the guide of souls to the underworld. This motherfucker was busy. So I guess that's why they call him called this song uh Mercury's Odyssey. Then we hit to the next song, Europa and the Bull. Now Europa and the Bull is an interesting one because it's not one I've ever heard of before. Um and it's a very particular myth um, Europa was a Phoenician princess of Ar- Argive Greek origin and the mother of King Minos, Minos of Crete. Uh, the continent of Europe is named after her. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, so Ur- Europa and the bull in Greek mythology. The beauty of Europa inspired the love of Zeus who approached her in the form of a white bull and carried away from Phoenicia to Crete. So 
the bull is Zeus. I don't know if you wanted to fuck the bull or not, but he turned into a white bull. Uh, there she bore Zeus three sons. Minus the ruler of Crete, Radamantheus, the ruler of the Cycladis Islands, and according to some legends, Sarpedion, ruler of Lycia. She later married Asterius, the king of Crete, who adopted her sons, and she was worshipped under the, under the name of Helotus in Crete, in Crete, where the festival Helotia was named in her honor. So, Europa and the bull. She was fucking a bull. That bull was Zeus. You can really hear in the music that it's kind of like, um, you can kind of hear the... the The Inquisitory of Love. I'll put it that way. Um, how she wanted to fuck the bull. And we go to the last song, Sagittarius by Moonlight. I always thought Sagittarius was a fucking, I don't know, Zodiac thing. Yeah, Sagittarius is 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 an astrology sign. I don't know if it's a Greek god. Like, if it has to do with Greek gods or anything. Sagittarius, I'm Googling it right now. Oh, it is a Greek god. Sagittarius, son of the Titan Cronus, was one of the many centaurs in Greek mythology. Whoa, that's badass. Uh, Sagittarius, however, differed from all the other centaurs for a number of reasons. One main reason was that he was born half man and half horse, whereas the other centaurs were born of the sun and rain clouds. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, one day, he was actually shot with a poison arrow by Hercules, that motherfucking bitch. Uh, even though he was a great physician, he could not heal himself. Being immortal, he couldn't die, but was pained by the poison arrow. In order to die, he offered to replace Prometheus, who was punished by the gods for giving fire to man, and... Uh, Sagittarius gave up his immortality to release Prometheus from his change. Zeus, king of the gods, saw the kindness of Sagittarius and mortalized him in the stars. Okay, so that makes sense. So, Zeus saw he was being a good dude, released Prometheus. We all know the Prometheus uh, movie, which has nothing to do with the Greek gods, but he was the guy who gave man fire, and Zeus was pissed about it because he didn't want us to have knowledge or whatever. So, he wanted to, uh, to... change places with him and instead of him dying he was immortalized in the stars and there's a there's a constellation of him and that's how we got the zodiac sign sagittarius and i think i think the reason why it's called sagittarius by moonlight is because you can see the constellation in the stars um but we get kind of a kind of a somber ending to this uh, album it's one of my favorite songs on this album and it just kind of, it, 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 it brings it down low. And, um, that's the Olympians. That's the story of the Olympians. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And that's it. Thank you for listening to me talk about this wonderful album. Please go check it out. Um, 
Speaking of checking things out, check me out at Nelly Nutbuster on every social media. Check out my friend Angel um, at Chef and High Def on Instagram. Um, and Randy's not here, unfortunately. Check him out at Randy Biard. Check Rob out. He's the producer. He lets me in his house, and he lets Angel use his kitchen. So he's 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 check him out too at little Robbie Vince. Um, that's been the episode. This has been Gastro Traveling. Thank you all for listening. I will see you next week uh, with a, another great episode. Bye.